So this is Welcome to Pillow Talk, Take 5. <laughs> I'm your host, Travis. And I'm Ashley. And this month we've got questions that didn't come from our children, and I think that's great. It's a big moment for us. It is. So who sent us questions this month? Well, we have three questions from one of our friends, I can say that now, and listeners, Karima. We met through Podmortem on uh, Discord, and want to give her a shout out. Hey, hey! So thank you for the great questions. We're excited to dive into them. So the folks at Podmortem, they were our matchmaker? <laughs> I guess so. Is that how that works? <laughs> well, you know, Dr. Wolfiela brought us and Podmortem together. It seems only fitting that Podmortem would bring us together with people too. Okay. So thanks, Karima, for the three questions. Absolutely. And they're three good ones, but I haven't actually seen them yet. So this could be interesting. <laughs> Like, I only know one, two. I know two of the three questions. I gave you a brief rundown. The third one's going to be a holy shit surprise (laughs) because you're going to put me on the spot and I'm going to panic. It's going to be awful. So what we're going to do this month is we're going to answer our questions first. And then we're going to talk about how we feel about what we've done for the last month, which is discuss the entire Halloween franchise. I'm going to talk about how Rob Zombie should stop making movies because, yeah, we'll get to that. Okay, you cannot let We Watched a Movie influence every decision you make. They didn't. I've been talking about how much I don't (laughs) like Rob Zombie movies for a while now, like the whole time we've been doing the Halloween series. And then I kept saying, like, I need to rewatch it. See if I change my mind. Well, guess what? We rewatched them. I didn't fucking change my mind. They make just, people in Texas look bad. I just feel like... Wait a minute. That's Illinois. <laughs> we we involved Aiden in this, and I feel bad that he did not watch the unrated version of part two. He didn't get full-on whiny, psychotic Lori. Okay. And I feel like that's a jip. <laughs> There's no reason why we should let him watch the unrated version. Okay, not the unrated version of part one, because part one has that disgusting rape scene in it. But part two, it's just a bunch of Lori whining that's been cut out, so... So. You mean there was more of Lori Wine? <laughs> Breathing exercises? Oh, shit. So before I go off on some kind of weird-ass tangent, let's do question number one. All right. Well, Karima asked us first, what is our favorite alcoholic drink? I was, I was wondering, was it obvious? Was it part three? Was it Halloween three that gave us away? I think it might have been part three. <laughs> Travis, do you want to take that one? I do. <laughs> So funny enough, in part three, I was not actually partaking in my favorite. So my favorite drink, I think right now, it depends on when you ask me, really, is a a cocktail called the Sazerac. It originated in New Orleans and it's made with cognac, depending on where you're at, sometimes rye whiskey, and absinthe. It does not make you see weird shit. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. That's, That's false, because they won't let you import the good stuff into the U.S., but yeah, that's probably my favorite. It's just, uh, it takes a lot more talent than I have to actually make. So I'm going to have to learn that one. Well, our liquor stores are a bit wanting here also. Yeah, well, we've got one big one here in town and they do pretty well, but they mostly cater to the uh, wine people and the beer people and the tequila people. That's really, yeah, that's you. (laughs) Tequila is your lady. Um, It is not mine because the smell of tequila kind of makes me a little nauseous. I made tequila (gasps) snow cones one time. I was going to say, you should should totally bring up... (laughs) The tequila snow goes. Well, I bought two <laughs> bottles of tequila, and the first round of margaritas was okay. The second round, I put so much tequila in the blender, there wasn't room for mix. <laughs> So it really was more like a tequila Slurpee. And that was a bad night. It um, really was. At Mostly... least I, people tell me that was a bad <laughs> night for me. And then we actually, so we were, this is before we were married and we were living in uh, our, I think our, our second apartment. And we actually had neighbors call the cops on us for 
noise because we were just kind of, I don't know, we weren't. Hey, look, we were having a good time. <laughs> we were. And the cops showed up to our apartment and we were like, I assure you, everything is fine. <laughs> no one is being murdered in here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, ever since then, Tequila and me, we, we do not have a positive relationship. <laughs> And it's one of those that kind of makes me throw up in my mouth a little bit when I smell it. But. Yeah, we slept so long the next day. And I remember my little brother was like, let's go to a buffet. Oh, man. Yeah, he wanted to like go to Ryan's <laughs> yeah. or something. But you should never probably eat food from there anyway. I don't think they're in, still in business. I don't Last time we so. went to Colleen, I think they were shut down. But Yeah. And I'm sure it's for good reason. I don't know. Don't sue me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I tend towards that wicked, wicked brown liquor. You also like Long Island iced tea, though. Okay, but what's in a Long Island iced tea? Oh, no, no, no. I'm that just That awesome brown liquor. <laughs> I'm just saying that's your other favorite, to my Whis- knowledge. Yeah, whiskey, scotch. I'm going to get a lot, well, maybe not a lot, because we don't get a ton of comments, but a little bit of hate for this, because I'm not a bourbon fan, which if you live in the South, you're supposed to like bourbon. I just don't. I just don't. I don't know why. I prefer, and I don't like rye either. So, you know, I like scotch and I like Irish whiskey, but if you throw them in a Sazerac with some absinthe and a little bit of bitters and some orange peel or lemon peel, I'm a happy camper. Depending on how many I've had, I'm sometimes a very happy camper. Guys, I'm going to tell you that when we were in New Orleans, he insisted I try this drink. It's not good. So the thing... (laughs) It's really not. So here's the thing about a Sazerac (laughs) is that they don't like put a shot of absinthe in it because absinthe is heavy on anise, which is is your dark licorice flavor. Yeah. And a lot of people don't like that. I don't. And so what it is is that it's a wash. They put like just a little bit in the glass and swish it around and then dump out the excess. So you just get a little bit. But the other part of that is that absinthe is god awful strong, like 110, 120 proof. Like most of that shit is above 60% alcohol. So some of it comes with warnings that do not take this straight. So if you look at the uh, the actual absinthe ritual, right, where they put a sugar cube on a silver spoon, they're not shooting heroin, I promise, <laughs> and they dribble ice water over it, it's to water that shit down because it might kill you. <laughs> it is very strong. So, yeah, it's just a rinse inside the glass, but it adds a little bit of flavor, and I like it, and I'm weird, and it's okay. <laughs> you married me anyway. Right. How about you? I'm boring. I'm very, very boring. Uh, Being a girl from the South, I do enjoy myself a margarita. So, (laughs) I mean, that's not to say I don't like to try new things. Um, Pretty much for me, if it's fruity, I'm all in. Now, if I'm going to drink just a hard liquor alone, I'm usually a vodka gal. That's the only thing that I can drink straight. But it does not happen very often because I don't hate myself. However... (laughs) However, if it's, I, know, I don't really drink all that much, despite a few episodes ago, <laughs> but I don't really drink all that much because there's some alcoholism that runs in my family. So I tend to just kind of keep myself in check with that. But if I'm going to go out to dinner or um, it's just been a particularly stressful day, then usually it's like a margarita or something. But in the wintertime, one of my favorite things to have is German mold wine, which it's basically a, a sweet red wine and then you put, like you were talking about a while ago, star of anise, uh, cinnamon, orange, cranberries. It's so fucking good. Well, and you heat it up on the stove. Yeah. So yeah. it's 
it makes you it's like rainbows on the inside yeah especially if you know you're you're outside you got a fire going and it's like a cool night or something it's it's very nice it's definitely something that you would drink outside when it's cold it's an atmospheric drink it's not something that you're like i'm just in the mood for this in the summertime and i'm gonna sit in the living room or something and have it It, it's not that sort of thing it's there's a it's like pumpkin pie there's a fucking season for it yeah (laughs) but I, yeah, I'm typically margaritas is me and I'm not like limited to just the typical lime margaritas. Like I will literally try any kind of margarita. Like this past year, I think I tried prickly pear and then I did like this uh, grilled pineapple jalapeno margarita that I tried at a, on the border and that shit was great. Like, you know, it wasn't great. What? Your Italian margaritas you had. At that last restaurant we went to because it came with a shot of amaretto. I do not like amaretto. And you were just like shoving those at me and amaretto. I just, we don't have a nice relationship, but I'd already paid for it. So I took them anyway. It was so bad. I'm going to have like flashbacks (laughs) of having to take those nasty ass amaretto shots. Anyway, but yeah, I I will pretty much try anything fruity that you put in front of me. But yeah, margaritas are definitely my go-to. Yeah. And since I'm sure that question was motivated by our (laughs) Halloween 3 episode... (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and apologize for that. So... That's not how that was intended. (laughs) That just... That recording took way... I think we finished up at like 2 a.m. Yeah. It took way longer than we thought it was going to. And yeah. And you you guys have been fortunate enough to be with us here in the beginning. So we're still trying to ease some of the nervousness. And I kind of feel like I sound like a butthole most of the time. So I get really anxious about how I'm going to sound and, if, you know, if I'm going to sound like an idiot and stuff. So yeah, one particular night I was feeling like I needed to calm down just a little bit. <laughs> okay. Well, we've told everyone we're alcoholics. <laughs> so... Well, here's the thing, though. We don't keep bottles of of liquor in the house. Not really, no. Because of impulse control issues. So, anyway, what's... I hope that answers your question. (laughs) Hopefully that covers it. Like, for me, it's going to be a Sazerac. I got a birthday coming up here in a couple of days, and I'm hoping that there will be a bottle of cognac and a bottle of absinthe in my future. But tonight, we're drinking seasonally because we're really weird hipster-type people, so... Listen... (laughs) Not really, I'm just... (laughs) Okay, so I'm not not getting paid. I'm not a paid promoter of this thing. But I have been looking for dogfish head pumpkin ale. They actually call it pumpkin ale for years. They only do it once a year, and I've never been able to find it. This is the first year I've actually been able to get my hands on a six-pack, and it's like pumpkin pie and beer had a baby. It's not good, guys. You're wrong. (laughs) It's not good. It's it's like pumpkin pie with beer in it. There's some weird beer flavors out there that I just don't understand. I think understand. I just like it because I've been looking for it for years and it's hard to get down here because I think the the Dogfish Brewery is like up in Rhode Island or something. It's yeah. not anywhere close to us. So we don't get a huge distribution down here. So they only get a little bit and it sells really fast. Yeah. So this is the first year I've been able to get it. I've been looking for it for a long time. So. And I'm uh, drinking Angry Orchard Hard Cider. You're drinking your boring girl beer. I am because I don't like beer typically at all because in my opinion all beer tastes the same i'm probably wrong but it it <laughs> you drink beer when we go to the auslander in fredericksburg well okay there's a difference between german beer and <laughs> regular beer but anyway but i do enjoy the apple hard cider stuff it again it's, an, it's another beer that's like atmospheric makes you feel all, all like thing. yeah for sure so all right hope that answered your question I hope that does it <laughs> I feel bad now that I've said all that shit out loud. 
What's, what's our next one? What's our next question? I'm ready. So our next question from Karima is, what is our favorite home invasion movie and why? Do you want me to start this time? Of course. <laughs> so I picked uh, Last House on the Left and I'm not going to lean toward any more toward the original than I am the remake because I find them both equally good. Um, that may be controversial. <laughs> so um, like I said, I'm not going to lean more toward one movie or the other um, because basically the premise is the same in both films. Um, uh, For those of you who don't know the movie or do know the movie either way, it's basically about this family whose daughter gets assaulted by a group of psychos and then those people end up taking shelter in the home of the assaulted girl's parents. So it's a very, I mean, both versions are both very graphic. They're both extremely fucked up. And the reason I chose it was for that. It was definitely of its time. I would say it fits in there with the exploitation type films. And, but it raises the question of what do you do in that situation? And I think it's even stated in the original, they're like, who are the real monsters in this situation? And while that question doesn't necessarily, it's not really hard for me to answer. Oh, it's not hard for me to answer at all. <laughs> I do enjoy a movie that makes you think because the the sheer brutality on both sides is a lot. It's not enough. I used to wonder why men with daughters were so much meaner than men without daughters and now I have two daughters and I know why they're so much meaner. For me, it's not even just daughters. It's my children, period. So. I mean, I can't, I don't like those movies. I don't like either one of them. Yeah. And I don't like them Purely based on content and the fact that I have girls. Yeah. Because what those parents did to those guys in that movie I would, would pale in comparison to what I would do. Yeah. If something like that happened to one I'm, of my girls. Um, every time I watch those films, I always fast forward through the assault scenes just because I can't handle those. It's not a genre I particularly like, but I am a fan of Wes Craven. So, you know, obviously I sought the film out, you know, because it was notorious. So I had to see what it was about, you know. And then, of course, when it got a remake, I had to see if it did the original any justice, which I think it did. I mean, I'm not a big fan of remakes like at all, but our villains in the remake were scary. Tony, Tony Goldwyn is the dad was fantastic. And, you know, of course, Aaron Paul is always terrific and everything too. I mean, I, I think this was pre Breaking Bad. So, but, um, it's, I don't, I don't know. I'm not, Home Invasion's not exactly my, my genre. So it was kind of hard to pick one of those. There, there's obviously some movies that I need to see, like, like, um, I've never seen Funny Games. I know I should, but I haven't gotten around to it. But at some point, I know I need to. And there's there's other great films like You're Next and When a Stranger Calls. And I I watched When a Stranger Calls, the, the original, by the way. Um, I think it was also just last year. And I was actually, you know, because I feel like that whole The Killers Inside the House has been kind of done before a bunch. Especially, you know, when you look at Black Christmas and stuff. So it's, and it's, Scream. It's not exactly an original premise. So I was pleasantly surprised at how actually pretty creepy that movie was. So, but Travis? Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) So it's been, I guess, pretty well said on our show that I'm not a horror fan. And my wife is dragging me kicking and screaming. (laughs) 
into the horror genre. Give me a good comedy, give me a good action movie any day, I'm a happy guy. Having said that, I don't, this was a tough question for me. So honestly, I, I went with the first movie that I could actually remember the name of that was a home invasion movie, and that was The Strangers. And typically, I, I judge a movie, like whether or not I like it, by how much of it I remember after I've watched it. And that's got, there's one line in that movie that just sticks out to me, and it's when some actress, I don't know her name. Liv Tyler. Uh, yeah, the chick from Lord of the Rings. She's like, <laughs> why us? And one of the, the female antagonists says, because you were home. And that's, that's terrifying. That, that to me is scary, right? Because you haven't done anything to earn what's happening to you. There's nothing you can say or do to get you out of it. You were just, I don't know. Unlucky enough. Fucking unlucky. Yeah. I mean, like there literally is nothing you can do to help you. You can't save yourself from that situation except through action. You can't talk your way out. Of it. And I think that is just scary to me. I'm not going to say it's, it's really a good movie. I mean, I think it is, I think it's pretty good from what I could remember of it. But the fact that that line that exchange between those two characters stuck with me and I can remember it. It had an impact. I mean, thank God we don't have a Tamara here, huh? I don't know what that means. You remember she, when they first, or one chick first showed up to the house, she was like, is Tamara home? And she's like, no. <laughs> that's what they, how they started originally. So that's something that maybe it's just a Texas thing. I know we talk shit about Texas a lot, but we live here and I love it. So whatever. <laughs> the first time somebody shows up at the door asking if Tamara's home and I say, no, we're good. Nope. You just got the wrong house. Sorry for your bad luck. Texas is supposed to be the friendly state. Nah. The second time you come up asking for the same fucking person, I'm answering the door with a gun. Like, you've picked the wrong house. Tamara's not fucking here. Go away. Or I'm going to shoot you on the porch and drag you in the house. I don't know that you would do that the second time. The second time, I'm going to answer the door with a gun. <laughs> like, oh, come on. I'm not, I'm not dealing. I've seen too many horror movies, and it's your fault. <laughs> So I'm not dealing with that shit. They're not here. I already told you once. I'm not going to tell you the third time. Go away. <laughs> this was a thing that uh, I actually got kind of annoyed last night. We were watching we were watching a review of The Hills Have Eyes, and they were like, why do they have a gun in the desert? Oh, right, because America. And I'm like, okay, but you have a gun with you precisely for this shit. Now, again, I mentioned this, I think, an episode or two ago. I'm a pacifist. And I don't like guns. I don't personally own any, even though we have them, but I don't like them myself. I personally own many guns. But if you ask me how many, I'd have to go count. That's how many I've got. (laughs) (laughs) Because I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. But I do not personally like them. But I understand the necessity for them for protection. You'd rather, that that whole thing with, you'd rather rather need it, or uh, you'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Absolutely. So I... But typically when you get those remarks, and these guys that you were watching, because I, I caught part of it, um, they're from the UK. And a gun ownership is not a big thing there. It's not as big there as it is in other parts of the world, specifically in the United States. So I think that I think that gun ownership is much higher in the US than it is in other places. <laughs> For sure. I'll just say that. I'm not, I'm not going to pick on a country. And, and you're giving me that look. And definitely... I'm not going to say some bad shit. I'm just saying that it's more common here than it is in other places. And definitely more common in the South. But, you know, I but, mean, if we're traveling somewhere I've never been before, I feel a whole lot more comfortable having a firearm with I me. Just, and I, I hope that I don't have to use it when I take it. But goddamn, if we're ever in a situation where it's you and the kids and I need a gun, by God, I'm going to have one. Yeah. I just hate that whole stigma that comes with being American and we're just a bunch of gun-toting hillbillies because I am so not that person. Well, there's a lot of statistics out there about gun ownership. But one that they don't, I don't, I don't know if you could even create a statistic out of it because you'd have to poll so many people. How many times is there a gun present that it's not used? Any long trip we've ever taken, I've carried a 
firearm. I've never had to use it. Yeah. Ever. And I thank God for that. But in the event that something had happened, I would have it. So that, that whole, their little exchange about the hills have eyes and why do they have a gun? Well, go to some shady ass places and then tell me you wish you had one. <laughs> I guess. Well, we've also, I'm not going to drop any names here, but we've also been in areas where calling the cops, not necessarily a comfort because who knows how long it's going to take before they actually get to you. And that's been pretty recently. We got kind of lost on vacation and ended up in a place where yeah, you can call the police, but whatever bad shit's going to happen to you is probably going to happen before they get there. Right. Yeah. And the so. last time we lived in, we are like, why aren't the cops here yet? So yeah. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. Well, they're finishing their coffee at Allsup's before they <laughs> head your direction. Right. But that's kind of off topic, I guess. So that, that, that that's my answer. Strangers. But because it fucking creeps me out. <laughs> that and J-Horror. J-Horror creeps me out. <laughs> What else we got? I'm ready. I'm two. I'm batting two out of three. Let's go. <laughs> and our final question from Karima. And thank you again so much for submitting these questions to us. It meant so much. She, yeah. Yeah. We are just over the moon that we, we I got. I was excited that somebody asked us. <laughs> yeah. Like I've got my Twitter page and I'm not plugging for somebody to come answer because I don't check it that often to be honest <laughs> with you. But like there's nothing on there. <laughs> So, which is good because I only check it like once a week and I'd feel really shitty if somebody said something to me and is like a week getting back to them. Yeah. So I need to be a better person and check that more often. But, but. yeah, I was pretty excited that somebody asked this question. It's like, yes. <laughs> I don't have to like go hit my brother up and be like, dude, you got to come up with three fucking questions like right now. <laughs> right. Because he doesn't watch horror movies either. He ain't going to know shit. Right. So but anyway, our, lucky number three. Yeah. Our final question is, what is the best thing that has happened to you this month? My badass haircut that I got today. <laughs> I'm going to start curling my mustache up and everything. It's awesome. So along uh, along with Travis's IPAs that he's drinking over here. It's not an IPA. <laughs> it's a pumpkin ale. Thank you very much. Get it right. He Don't went, be a hater. He went and got himself a very snazzy haircut to go along with his beard. And it might have been under my influence and I didn't feel the least bit bad about it. It sounds like a little <laughs> thing too, right? Like it's not important, but I've been getting the same fucking haircut for yes. 20 years. Oh my and gosh. So finally I let you like shame me and to get something else and I feel pretty <laughs> damn good about it. You know, I, I have this thing. It's like, we've been together for 20 years and then Aiden, who I've been a parent to for 15 years, it's like, if you just listen to me, it's all going to work out for the best. And that sounds really superficial. <laughs> I mean, for me, right? So there, there's multiple good things that have happened this month. I guess I'll take the lead and I'll answer first since I'm already talking. Okay. So one, I got a badass haircut. Got my beard <laughs> trimmed up by a professional so I don't look like fucking Grizzly Adams anymore. <laughs> Although, I do a pretty good Grizzly Adams. So, I got to go to a couple of volleyball games of my our oldest daughter and watch her serve and make points, and that was cool. Like, uh-huh. I'm happy because she was excited that she got to do that. So, you know, it is when you, if you've got kids, when your kids win, you win. And it's not like trying to live vicariously through them or anything. It just, it makes me happy to see them happy. Yeah. And then When Aiden, they're proud, you're proud. Yeah. And then Aiden, our, our oldest son, he, uh, there, there's a new club at school, and he's a and d guy. Like, that's his thing. He's super smart. He's got a great imagination, but it's... It's just not something that typically schools care about, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I, I can be super critical of the education system in Texas and fuck them if they don't like it because I think they do a shit job. But yeah, he's got a teacher at, at the school where they go who started a board games club. So I think it's fantastic. And he's going to get to play D&D at school as part of this class. And I think that's great. Oh, yeah. And I think it's undervalued. I think it teaches. I'm not a big D&D guy because my imagination is garbage, but it teaches critical thinking skills. And like they have to really think through the stuff that they're talking about. He's told me about it. I don't understand any of it, but because <laughs> I'm not smart, but he's really 
smart. And I'm grateful for that. Um, we did a lot of D and D during lockdown, and I'm not particularly good at it either. I'm like, okay, I just want to make the most badass character I can, and then basically like tell me when it's my turn to roll. <laughs> yeah. <So. laughs> yeah, and that's that's kind of how it went several times, and I, I really enjoyed that he enjoys it. Yeah. But yeah, when we did play, it would be like I'm kind of off in my own world, and he'd be like, Dad, Dad, Dad. <laughs> Are, are you going to roll? Uh, yeah, what am I rolling? <laughs> so I'm in. What am I rolling? Yeah, I'll do that. So one of the shitty things you get as a parent is um, when your child has something bad happen to them, you feel it too. When they hurt, you hurt. And our son experienced his, his first heartbreak this month. And so we took him and we got him like this really badass set of metal die and like this big playing mat and I think we got him a couple of figurines and stuff and I swear he turned that frown upside down. Yeah, so if we <laughs> want to talk about the thing that made you the most sick at your stomach this month, <laughs> do you know how much metal D&D die cost? <laughs> it's insane. And it's still cheaper than the ones that are made out of real rocks. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. But and then our youngest daughter, she's been <laughs> yeah. doing she's been doing uh She's been playing with us too. Well, she's been playing, but uh gymnastics. It's not gymnastics, they call it acro, but like that's been I don't know, that just helps my heart a little bit to see her going out there and like flipping around and it's kinda weird because they do this thing where they bend over backwards and then they walk. Think about I don't know if you guys um, have ever seen that shit like the fucking grudge or whatever where they're like little girls like no, no, crab no. walking but she's been over backwards. I, I got don't know it. What movie that is. In the extended version of The Exorcist, there's a scene where Reagan comes down the stairs backwards and that spits blood she can totally do that yeah and they like train them <laughs> except to do that. for the spitting blood part and i think it's fantastic watching her do a little cartwheels and flips and what do they call it the teddy bear yeah where she like stands it's, on it's her a head handstand basically and it's great until she does that maneuver where she's like smiling and laughing and coming at me but she's bent backwards <laughs> and it just fucking creeps me out <laughs> <laughs> But I guess that's the best. Those are the best things that have happened to me this month. Yeah. So it's weird. It's all it's all about the kids, right? So well, and awesome. I, I'm sure you guys are sick to death of hearing about our kids by now, but we're parents, so I'm sorry. Well, if you for the listeners out there that have kids, like that's pretty much where your life revolves around that. Maybe not like making them do all the things that you wish you could have done when you were a kid, but just when they when they succeed, you feel like you succeeded too because you're happy for them. Yeah. That they're you're happy that they're happy. So yeah. I take their successes are more important than my own. Yeah. I'll just say that. And also give you another shout out. Um, Travis is trying to advance his career and had to take some tests this month and he aced all of them. So everybody clap for Travis. Oh, uh, did you just fucking golf clap me? <laughs> That's not cool. This is not Halloween three. You don't get to golf clap me. All right. So I talk too much. And you tell me I do that. You're like, shut the fuck up. So what's yours? Well, admittedly, it's been a tough month. Like I brought up about our son. I've, uh, I've lost, I've lost some sleep a little bit, but that doesn't mean that I didn't manage to score a few wins this month. And one of them that I'm extremely proud of is uh, apart from this podcast, I have another side hustle and that's that I, I have an Etsy shop. And for those of you who don't know what Etsy is, it's basically an online store and where you have hundreds or thousands of artists that home make stuff, craft stuff, and then you sell it. So I have had a shop for about three years where I crochet various things, toys, baby stuff, home decor. And this year I had a client reach out and they have, they have a candle shop, a candle business. And she wanted me to make their store mascot 20 
20 of them <laughs> so that they could put scent packets in it. Kind of like, I don't know if anybody's ever heard of Scentsy, but you get a stuffed animal and it's got a scent packet in it. It makes... It's kind of like a sachet sort of thing, yeah. I think. I don't know. I'm not good on that stuff. <laughs> but I had to make 20 of those cows and it took me forever. I think I had started working on it in June or July and I just finished a couple of weeks ago because if you're talking 20 cows, you're talking like 40 head panels and 80 legs. And I mean, it's just... The well, and these things were like almost dinner plate sized, right? Like by the time you got them assembled, they weren't, uh, they weren't tiny little like... Oh, no, 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 no. Well, like, like Isabel's Beanie Boos. They weren't little bitty. They, they were, were easily the size of a five by seven picture. Yeah. So they were, they were pretty good size, but I got the order finished. I got it sent out. I got paid. And then I got to see that my cows were getting distributed. So, which that's what they were. They were cows, uh, purple cows. And yeah, I got to see them on their online store. And we actually took a trip out there a few days ago because I wanted to see them in store. I just thought that'd be really cool, but they, they were closed, unfortunately, but that, that was definitely one and then um oh hell since Travis has already talked our children up <laughs> great deal a couple more highlights was that um okay so it's gonna sound kind of funny or weird or whatever but I love horror documentaries almost as much as I love horror movies and Travis was kind enough to let me get the third installment of the In Search of Darkness series and I think I've gotten them for like the last three years like I said it's a trilogy and I've been very excited because I'm a backer on these so it's always fun to it's it's like Christmas when you get them because if you back these documentaries, you get all these little special perks, like you get posters and pins and... And the posters are pretty awesome. Yeah, they're badass. Great artwork. So I, we actually have them hanging up in our office slash studio right now. But yeah, it's very cool. And I was excited he let me do that. And also I had been begging and begging. Uh, so we brought it up a couple episodes ago, what we were going as for Halloween. And I'm still going to be a camp counselor. I made my annual trip to Spirit Halloween and <laughs> picked out a a costume that I thought was pretty cool. And Travis was originally going to go as Jason, but the more we got to reviewing the Halloween franchise, he decided, fuck it, I'm going as Michael Myers. Why you got to give me up like that? Because he, um, he was like, I just can't. I, and I think he actually said it in one of our episodes. He said, I just can't see paying like 70, 80 bucks for a mask. I said that. And then... I was like, I guess I gave him the the puppy dog eyes too much because he finally caved and let me get the mask. But now as a result of that, yeah, he'll be going as Michael Myers. And then when Halloween's over, I'll have a badass mask in my office. It'd be a, a, a chubby, a short <laughs> chubby Michael Myers. Yeah. But I've already scared the shit out of all the kids with it. So yeah. it's perfect. Well, we also got uh, Michael Myers cardboard cutout to uh, decorate with. I had so much fun moving that around the house. <laughs> <laughs> it even got me a few times and I knew it was there, but it was funny because Travis put on the costume, you know, we got him the mask, we got him the coveralls and I was watching him get into this thing, but he just stopped talking and like slowly started advancing on me. And I was like, okay, stop. Like, even though I knew it was him, I was like, stop, stop it, stop it. <laughs> okay. So for our loyal listeners, how's my Michael walk? It's pretty good. You're not awesome. Nick Castle, but it's pretty good. Nobody's Nick Castle, but Nick Castle. <laughs> So, who else is excited for this weekend, guys? I know I am. Tell me about it. Oh, you are just as excited. And of course, we're talking Halloween kills. Everybody's amped up for that. 
So this is funny because I've watched all the trailers and you've watched none of the I trailers. I watched one trailer because I was specifically trying to stay away from spoilers. Like, I didn't watch some of my favorite content creators' videos because I did not want spoilers. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I was thinking about this the other day and I don't know why I even thought about it. It's your fault. <laughs> about trailers. Trailers can be really good and they can really make you want to go watch a movie or they can fucking ruin it. Yeah. And we were just watching an episode of uh, We Watched a Movie where they were talking about that. Like all the best parts of the movie were in the trailer. I don't mm-hmm. remember what movie they were talking about. It doesn't matter because there's more than one where they've done that. All the best parts of the movie are in the trailer. So when you watch the movie and you get this 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 segment of the movie where it's really building and then it's just the shit you saw in the trailer. And it's like, ah, oh, it's kind of a letdown. Yeah. But I don't feel like they did that in this one. Yeah. I'm still... Typically, I will watch the first trailer or I will watch a teaser, you know, just to be like, oh my God, oh my God, you know, and get myself all amped up for it. But when I start seeing shit that's like, you know, plot shit, then I'm like, no, I don't I don't want to know. Right, but even I'm excited to see this one, and I've watched the trailers. Yeah, but... I can't believe I just admitted that I'm excited to see a you really, horror movie. Okay. I've kind of turned a corner here. Yeah, I would say, guys, yeah, horror is not his genre, but don't let him fool you. There are plenty of them out there that he does enjoy. And here, excuse me, here recently, he has decided he enjoys some Halloween, so... Mission Which is weird because there are more <laughs> bad Halloween movies than there are good Halloween movies. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I Depends don't on know. who you talk to. I think I, that's up for debate. Well, not for me. I just, <laughs> I don't know why I like them. And that's the thing that I've been doing like soul searching for is I don't know why I like the Halloween movies. Like I can't put my finger on it. I, I don't know why. Because I've always been Jason guy, mm-hmm. right? Like if I'm going to watch one and you want to watch Freddy, like, okay, I'll go do something else. You want to watch Halloween? Okay, I'll go do something else. But now I kind of want to watch Halloween. Halloween movies. Yeah. And I don't know why. Because Michael Myers is a badass. Well, <laughs> I know, but like even your thing is is not really Halloween. Yeah. That maybe your second, but your first has always been Hellraiser. It's it's always been Hellraiser. And as far as long running franchises go, I'm typically more of a Friday the thirteenth kind of gal. So I know that's just <sighs> And I get it because I was I was a Friday the Thirteenth guy. Yeah. And I just don't know why suddenly like I'm conflicted. Like my emotions are they're tearing me apart. <laughs> they're tearing me apart, Lisa. Yeah. God damn you, Michael. <laughs> oh hi, Mark. Okay, quick pitch for that movie. If you've never seen The Room, not the one with James Franco in it. Don't sue me. Um, <laughs> watch the original. It's hilarious. Anyway. If you can find it, I had to watch it on YouTube, and it was like if really weird. If you can weird. find an original of the The room it's great (laughs) (laughs) it's so bad it's awesome but I don't, I don't, I can't, I just can't. Like, that's it. I just can't. I don't know why I like Michael Myers better than Jason now. I don't know. Because there are way more Kane Hodder. I like Kane Hodder way more than like anybody other than Nick Castle who has played Michael. Yeah. Like even Tyler Maine. And Tyler Maine was good. But I mean, at some point we'll probably get into those Halloween in, movies. And I'll address my issues with that. I will say in that universe. But even then. I try to separate Rob Zombies I, uh, from. But we've gone on ad nauseum about Rob Zombie for the last we few episodes. You have episodes. not let me talk about it. <laughs> you haven't let me talk we, about it. You talked about it so much at the end of Halloween 3. I don't feel like I did. <laughs> I don't feel like I talked about how bad it is enough. No, what I've said is that I needed to rewatch those, and we did, and I, I just still don't like them. I think he's a great cinematographer. I think he's got great ideas, but I don't think he should be allowed to direct a movie. I, d- I wouldn't say that he shouldn't be allowed to direct a movie. I would say that he needs a team of people that will kind of hold the reins back a little on him. He needs handlers. <laughs> 
I, I get that. I just, like, some of the shots that he's had in both movies were really good. I like Tyler Mayne as Michael Myers. He's so great. I'm he sorry. Is. He's, I, he now, I don't is. understand how you go from a chubby little blonde kid into a fucking WWE wrestler while you're making paper mache masks in a goddamn sanitarium. I don't understand that. <laughs> But with like superhuman strength, but it works. I'm okay with it. I accept that. It's just everything else in those movies that I just can't. Yeah. So I don't know. And I know that it is the weekend of your birthday, Big 41. Here's the deal. I don't give a shit about my birthday. (laughs) And I know that people are going to be monopolizing you this weekend. Yes. We'll have a visit from your brother and we'll have a visit from your mom. Okay. But my brother's going to bring booze. You think. You're hoping. God, I hope so. <laughs> this this won't air, air until it's too late. But my hope is, is that once all that birthday company is done, we're going to get to go watch Halloween Kills. And guys, we're all fully vaccinated. We're, you know, we're safe. Our theater's still not really all that packed. So hoping, yeah, we're going to get to go see it. But guess what, guys? We just got a new guest tonight. Well, that squeaky heard <laughs> was our old, our son just kind of barging in like he owns the place. <laughs> but he don't pay no rent. So since he walked in, he gets to be a part of this. Yeah. So, Aiden, say hi to the folks. Hi. I I did not plan to be here. I was coming in here to just put something up. All I wanted was some sweet tea, and I have been roped into this by force. Please help. I'm being held against my will. But... This is true. Now that you're here, you said you had a couple of questions you might want to get in? Uh, I guess, yeah. So... First question I wanted to ask, of the big three being Halloween, Friday the 13th, and Nightmare on Elm Street, which of the three franchises is your favorite? You, you get first. to answer this too, by the way. Okay. <laughs> All right, you, you go I'm first. I'm going first? Yeah, and then Hill, and then me. Okay. Um, I gotta figure out how to clean my language up since he's in the room. <laughs> so, out of the big three, and I realize that we have just covered Halloween, and yes, I have turned a corner and learned to appreciate it much more but I'm still a Friday the 13th girl like all day every day they're not all perfect they're some of them have got really abysmal scores, but there's something nostalgic for me with that series. I believe that Friday the 13th Part 2 was actually the first horror movie I ever saw, period. And I have very vivid memories of, you remember um, that last like shot kind of, I mean, not the very last shot, but that kind of last scene where Ginny and Paul are sitting and they think everything's over and they hear a knock at the door. So Paul's going to get the door, Ginny's readying up with her pitchfork, and they open the door and it's muffin so you think oh they, you know we can relax now it's it's like the boat scene from part one all over again and right as she's asking for the dog to come over then fucking sackhead jason but you know sans sack just comes bursting through that window Besides, oh my god scared the shit out of me clear, we're talking about a jason with no sack <laughs> not where i was going with that but okay but it's it's one me and my sister when we're getting along of course we like to do a thing when we sync up our our uh, our DVD or Xboxes or whatever. Uh, we like to watch movies together and Friday the 13th, the, the first one is the one we like to do together and then of course we sit and we talk shit about it together and quote it and all that stuff. And Aiden actually sitting here next to me, he and I really like to do Friday the 13th together. We sit, we talk shit. I mean, you, you really like part five, right? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, part five's known to be one of the worst, but we quote it all day long. Of course. <laughs> just just in pure comedic value, part five is one of my favorites. You scared of rubber spiders? my favorite. And the spot on string. <laughs> you are yeah. wood scared cat. Yeah. 
<laughs> but um, I don't know. For me, I'd have to say that of the three, Friday the 13th is my favorite, just in terms of comedy and music. Cause the music, really? Oh, yeah. Do you know why? <laughs> why? Part three. Best <laughs> score ever. We're just... talking, of course, about the Harry Manfredini disco edition. <laughs> yes, it was amazing. Like, my favorite. I defy you not to dance as soon as that theme comes on. <laughs> And I feel like I'm in the wrong place because I have no idea what you're talking about. Of course, this means we are going to have to force him to watch part three. As long as it's not the psychic chick, I'm good. No, no that's part three's seven, in right? 3D. Oh, yeah. And, oh my gosh. Yeah. But the, the intro score is fantastic. Um, I will say I am also partial more to um, Nightmare on Elm Street just because Robert England plays that character really well. He does a really good Freddy always has, did for his entire career, and he just gives some of the most fantastic one-liners I have ever heard. I think that is freaking hilarious, considering that when you were little, anytime I used to put on any Nightmare on Elm Street, you were like, I, I'm a head out. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've learned that if you just treat it like a comedy movie, it gets much more <laughs> enjoyable. Um, Halloween's not one I've seen much, so I can't really rank it out of the three. So, uh, off to you, Dad. I feel like I've been replaced. <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> like I just need to. Like well, this I'm, is what happens when you raise your kids on horror. Not I feel that like that's... I'm a third wheel now. <laughs> not that it's anything to brag. I don't about. even know what's in Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. Man. Oh come on! You remember Shelly, the really annoying guy that had like all the props in his little suitcase? Oh god! And he's he's the one that Jason got the hockey mask from. You're talking about the fat guy that's not me. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. The beardless fat guy. <laughs> Gotcha. I understand that's not politically correct and I don't give a shit, but <laughs> off to me. I don't like you put me on the spot like that. This is going to be reflected in things that you want in the future. <laughs> Darn. Well, I've sabotaged myself. Yes, you have. Um, you know, there was a time when I would just immediately say it's Friday the 13th. Yeah. But we've done all the Halloween stuff. Mm -hmm. So I just, I'm still going to go with Friday the 13th, even though I think I probably like Nick Castle's Michael Myers better than most of the Jasons, except for Kane Hodder's Jasons. Yeah. I really like Kane Hodder's Jasons. And I think it, a lot of that comes stems from the fact that he fully embraced that character. He's got like kill, like tattooed inside his bottom lip. He gave that character, well, character. He gave it personality. He, he gave Jason a personality. Yeah. Absolutely. I will I and will piggyback the, on that that Ted White is also a really fucking good Jason. Which one was that? Part four, the final chapter. That dude was mean. He did do He fantastic. was mean as hell and imposing. Like, I mean, he was just... And, and I mean, and even when you hear interviews with him about what was going on on the set, like he saved a girl from hypothermia or was trying to save her from hypothermia. The guy seemed like he was just great. Yeah. Either way. So I think there's probably more Jasons that I like than Michaels that I like. And I think mm -hmm. that's how I'm going to classify it. Because for me, we haven't done the research on the Friday the 13th movies. Like, I, I got drawn into Halloween, and it's a lot of it's because of the drama, right? Like, the writing drama and the script and all this other shit. And from a research standpoint, I, I dig doing research. I like doing research, and I like watching documentaries. So if you've got a <laughs> job out there where all I have to do is those two things, I'm in. But we haven't done the research on Friday the 13th. So I haven't read a lot of shit that I need to get frustrated with. So I, I, that's probably going to be it. I like that they stuck with Kane Hodder for what, four? Four entries? movies, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I've said before, I really feel like if you're going to have, and I realize it's not, they're not the title 
character necessarily, but Michael is the title character, even though it's not Michael Myers titled. He's your guy. He needs to act consistently throughout the entire series. Jason needs to act consistently throughout the entire series. I feel like there's only one it really has done that, and that's your Friday, the, your your Nightmare on Elm Street, because it's Robert England the whole time. Right. Mm-hmm. Freddy's always Freddy. Right. I feel like, for the most part, even though there were multiple actors playing Jason, Jason was always sort of Jason. Mm-hmm. Except for the first one, when it's not Jason, it's his mom. Yeah. And you're never going to be able to summon the fact some freaking old lady's going to be able to do that shit. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm still going to have to go with Friday. Friday the 13th. Or Friday with Ice, you know, Ice Cube. Ice Cube. I'm good <laughs> with that, too. Yeah. Um, I'm good with that one, too. <laughs> what, would the big, what would the big three for that be? Like, Friday, Fresh, and I don't know. What would the Boys in the Hood. Be? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good with any of those. But... <laughs> So I like I like Kane Hodder's Jason. I'd have to rewatch the one you're talking about with the white guy, whatever. What's his name? Ted White. Ted White. The final yeah. chapter. You've I seen it a bunch of times. Yeah, but I don't remember it. It's so it must Crispin not Crispin Glover doing his dance. Oh shit, the corkscrew guy. <laughs> yeah. That's what I remember. He's yeah. the corkscrew guy. And yeah. the epileptic seizure dance. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> not making fun of people with epilepsy, don't sue me. Um <laughs> But this is going to make you, Ashley, just a little bit mad. I like Jason in the remake. I don't like anything else about that movie. I hate the movie. Jason. I hate the movie, but I do like Derek Mears. He was some big ass bald guy. Derek Derek Mears. Mears? Yes. Okay. I'm just going to tell you. He was fantastic. When he was like running up behind that dude and threw that hatchet, I pooped a little. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's like when you see zombies run in the remake of Dawn of the Dead or Day of the Dead or whatever. Dawn of the Dead. Whatever the heck of the dead that was. Yeah, heck of the dead. I'm cleaning it up. <laughs> okay, we get a, we get a miner in the room. I gotta be. Yeah, the first time you see the zombie run, you're like, oh crap, right? Oh no! And the, when you see Jason like run, like sprint behind him and throw that axe, I'm like, oh shit, they're all screwed. Yeah, <laughs> they're dead. Jason can run now. You're screwed. He can run and he can teleport. Well, like, technically, you guys, you can't get away from in that. In the first few entries, Jason did run. Well, he he hit more of a light jog. Wait, he was the, going. He going. Wait a minute. He going go I don't know. Him. He moved pretty quick in part three. Yeah, uh, yeah, he did. Okay, I, I don't yeah. know part three, and I get it that most of the Kane Hodder Fred uh, Fridays are not like the best <laughs> i get that hey, it's no, no like, discredit to kane hodder it wasn't kane hodder's fault that the movie was just like i can't give mm. kane hodder the credit for a shit script i just yeah. can't yeah like, he loves jason yes yeah and i, I think ultimately I that's why I'm i like him say, the best i'm not gonna say this is a bucket list thing but like if i were to be able to go to a con i just want to meet, meet him. him yeah and not maybe not even shake his hand i want him to choke me. i was gonna say i'm gonna take it a step further and say i want him to choke me <laughs> just lift I'd be, me up i'd be the happiest boy at the fair <laughs> like that'd be it for me that's it and the thing is is that michael you had uh, nick castle that did a really good job the next guy was uh, and then we dick warlock was okay he did okay he was okay okay i just said the words dick warlock and aiden went full-on teenage boy on me i didn't mean it like that it's just that I've only heard those two words, one after another, in a not-so-family-friendly Dungeons & Dragons scenario. You heard Cock Wizard, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I've also heard that specific entry. Dick, Dick Warlock. Applying to Warlocks, yeah. Because well, we had a Warlock who put all of his stats into Charisma, and it was... Okay, all right, uh, all right. All right, so that's D&D. Yeah. And we've already talked about you doing D&D. Oh, yeah. So please don't elaborate anymore. But we'll keep it at that. Boots at the door. Do you... I think that Don Shanks did okay in some uh... parts. 
And then the guy that did part six. That was George P. Wilbur. He did four and six. Okay. He did better in six than he did in four. And I think that maybe it was a direction thing. I don't maybe know. it's because he wasn't wearing hockey pads. Maybe it's because <laughs> he wasn't wearing freaking pads underneath his jumpsuit. I don't know. <laughs> but despite the fact that I do have a newfound respect for the Halloween series, I'm going to still have to stick with Friday the 13th. That's just, that's that's one, like, and, and Aiden can vouch for me here. That's just one, if we're going to do, if we're going to binge all day, that's typically the one we go to. And, you know, the, pro- the problem I have with this is that Robert England's a freaking beast. As Freddy, I can't separate those two people in my mind. I mean, like, Robert yeah. England is Freddy. Brad Dorif is Chucky. Like, yeah. I can't separate those two entities. Like, they are one and the same to me. Like, if I ever met Robert England and he wasn't wearing the Freddy makeup, I would be like, you're an imposter. <laughs> you're not the real Robert England. You don't look like Freddy. You know what I mean? Like if I met Bad D- Brad Dorf and he was a normal sized person, I'd be like, no, you're not him. <laughs> like, yeah. You're supposed to be three guy feet tall yeah, with three overalls. Feet tall. So I'm going to lead. I don't know. Go ahead. I'm going to segue before we talk this to death. I'm going to segue into another topic. And that is. Um... Aiden, it's your question. What's your oh, question? So you got something, no, Aiden? Uh, I, I didn't want to leave on the last topic just yet because we got real hung up on like Jason's. There is, there is one distinct Jason that I can separate from the other Jason. And that is for like Never Hike Alone. That Jason is just fantastic. Okay. He's not he's not Kane Hodder, but he is a god tier Jason. I don't even know who he that is. He did but so good. I don't know his name, correct. but he's just oh fantastic. So, it's uh, Vincent De- Vincent DeSanti. Okay, so for all of you who have never been on YouTube, <laughs> crawl, <laughs> I'm sure the majority of them. of them have. Crawl out from under that rock. <laughs> There's... If you go on YouTube, there's a whole series of... It's, uh, it's, it's just two films. movies. It's just two movies. Okay, it feels like a series called Never Hike Alone. And, and Never Hike, Hike in the, the Snow. Never, Never yeah. Hike in the Snow. And it's a fan film, but crap, it could be a feature movie. They're oh, yeah. so damn good, guys. And, and so and good. And here's the deal. Like, if you talk about the fan crap that they made for Mortal Kombat, I'm going to tell you it's crap. Yeah. There's some crap YouTube Mortal Kombat stuff. Uh-huh. You made me yeah. sit through all of them. They were crap. They were crap <laughs> before I watched them. They were crap after I watched them. They're crap even though I'm not watching them right now. But Never Never Hack Alone was good. Oh, it was oh, so, yeah. so good. Yeah. And he felt like that Jason, I'm glad you brought that up. He felt like a Kane Hodder he Jason. He was alive. Was. He was moving. Like, yeah. he <sighs> was like, he was like if Kane Hodder and Derek Mears had a baby. <laughs> and that baby was born with a hockey mask on. <laughs> but, um, it was good. He's one of the ones where I remember seeing him run because I was, oh no, I'm going to die. Yeah. Well, that's like, one of those where you, you're you like, so if they're going to make another sequel, get that guy. And that one. Whoever that guy is. We're not going to give away any spoilers either if you haven't seen it. Let's just say if you are a fan of the Friday the 13th series, there are some major payoffs in uh, the, in those fan films. Okay. and there was a, But there was a Halloween fan film. Was it Halloween Inferno? And we, we didn't watch it. We watched part of it with the, the guys when we watched a movie. Yeah. It was pretty darn good too. It was not as good as we as um, Never Hike Alone. Yeah. I hear mom contesting this opinion. I would say at least the acting in the Never Hike Alone series is good. That's because it's two people and one of <laughs> and, them doesn't talk. And it's fair. no. It, you must not remember Never Hike in the Snow because there are real actors in there and again not giving anything away. Oh yeah. I remember. Okay. No, I'm not gonna no spoilers. <laughs> but for Stop Never Hike Alone. Your hand Never me. Hike Alone specifically, I get where he's coming from. There is like two people in that entire movie. But, but even most... so that lead, he was good. Like yeah, he was discount he... Charlie Hunnam, but he was good. And there, that was <laughs> discount oh, Charlie that's Hunnam. Harsh. Oh. No, I mean the dude looked almost exactly like him. That's oh. so mean. <laughs> You're so mean. 
But no, it was really good. And, yeah. But truth, there were some really good amateur actors in there, which they may not be amateurs, but they're not people you've ever heard of. Yeah. There were some actors that you've probably seen before in there, mm-hmm. in one of them, mm-hmm. but they brought it. They yeah, because it was, there were some legal, I'm sure everybody's aware of the legal shit that's been going on between the Friday the 13th creator and writer. And so that's why we haven't had a Friday the 13th film in so long is because this shit's been in court getting battled out and somebody said fuck it and brought an original idea and it felt like it was back to its roots back to the basics where you just have an imposing fucking guy just it, man it was so good I, I cannot talk that one up enough okay now I feel like we need to cover these in like some kind of two for one special and you have to drag <laughs> me into this so those movies are and I get maybe that's fantastic. the part about Jason that maybe is this much you can't see my fingers audience but I'm holding <laughs> just barely apart just this much scarier about Jason all you have to do is come into his territory and he's gonna kill you yeah yeah Michael Myers basically if you're not Laurie Strode or remember his family you're safe if like, you are smart enough to hop in an SUV and leave <laughs> like, as long as you don't leave the keys in the ignition you're fine no he's just, going to jack your just, car if you just leave take the keys a in the long ignition. walk he's not gonna hijack <laughs> you while you're walking that's fair yeah and he doesn't go out in the woods, so I mean, like, well, go we've, camping. we've brought that up before, like, on Halloween, just go take a trip. You can come back when Halloween's over. Yeah, we're yeah. going to do some sightseeing. I'm out of Haddonfield for a minute. But, I hear there's a great camp in New Jersey. But I really like the story on Never Hike Alone, so and I'm I mean, glad you brought that one up. Yes, and I mean, like, same thing for Nightmare on Elm Street. Just don't live in Elm Street, or, or like, on that street you mean, specifically. You yes, mean Springwood. On, or, yeah, that town. Aiden. Either one, you're good. Every town. Has an Elm Street. It's just not right. It's just not right. <laughs> but it does because we lived on one. <laughs> we lived on an Elm Street. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But no, even the Halloween fan film, it's still better than part five. <laughs> no, no. Me and Aiden are. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're both wrong. Right, wait, are you talking Halloween 5? Yes, Halloween. Oh, oh never mind. Never mind. Yes. Never mind. We thought Halloween. you were talking Friday the 13th no, part no, 5, no. which you were Halloween. we will fight you. Halloween Inferno, <laughs> the fan film, is better than Halloween 5. I don't know that I would say that. The Michael Cause, Myers is Because even, even in part 5, and I believe I stated this in the episode, even part 5 I can find some merit in. But, Aiden, did you have another question for us? Um, my other question was, of course, what is both your favorite Halloween movie and your favorite Michael Myers from the franchise? Oh, okay. Favorite Halloween movie. I'll start. My okay. favorite is going to be OG. It just is. This um, question's too easy. Well, there's a lot of people out there that think part two's better than part one. They're insane, but it happens. There's a lot of wrong people there's out there. There's a lot of people <laughs> that like part three the best, and I can't exactly blame them for that yeah. because that movie's great. That that one, yeah. So, but there's for a lot me, of it on, but it's a good movie. <laughs> no, there's not. There's like one scene. You're it's just thinking about That's Tom Atkins' mustache. Right? Oh yeah. And, mm. <laughs> you dig I'm that okay. mustache? He's no. You gonna grow one like that? <laughs> Maybe. That is a good mustache, but no. No. Anyway, yes, I'm going to go OG as far as Halloween goes. And we opted to not review parts one and two because really at this point, there's nothing you can say about that those films that nobody knows anymore. In other words, they skipped over quite possibly the only two good ones. Eh, not counting Halloween three, which I wouldn't count just because no Michael Myers. But I don't know. From the two of you, I have heard nothing but glowing reviews from <laughs> The thing from the movies from Halloween 3 onward. <laughs> Why are you lying? We haven't said anything good about those movies. That's the point. <laughs> 
Anyway, for me, the first one has, it's the best atmosphere. I love, obviously, the score. I I love Donald Pleasance. I love Nick Castle as the shape. Um, one of my favorite things about it is the way it's shot where that everything, everything is in shadow all the time. So the way, you know, Laurie will be sitting and then you just see his face, that white, come into frame. Okay, no, stop right there. You gave me so much crap about that when I was talking about it on 6. When we were doing our review on 6 and I'm like, that's Michael Myers, right? Right there, he appears from the dark. Because it's not. He's like a freaking ninja turtle. No. Okay. <laughs> he strikes quickly and then vanishes without trace. <laughs> Right? Just like Splinter said, he did it. And you gave me crap about it. It's exactly what it is in the first one. That's the reason I like some of the kills in the sixth one. Uh, okay. So part two of that question was, who is your favorite Michael Myers? Oh, so you're just going to skip over me. Okay. No, 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 no. We'll you go. get the answer too. Yes. She's just cutting me out of the first part of the question. That's what it is. <laughs> no. So to answer the second part of that question... It obviously has to go to the OG also, Nick Castle, who did it the best, better than anybody. That's just my opinion. Aiden. Man, my, mom, now you're going to make me sound <laughs> like some kind of normie. Because I, sadly enough, I have to agree with her. I don't agree with her on a lot of things, but this I got to give to her. I Maybe not the... F- eh, no, yeah, the first one. Because thinking about this, like, the second one is good. By yeah. all means, the second one is still fantastic, but the first one is just really good. Especially, it's a classic for a reason. Are we allowed to spoil the ending? No. Yes, everybody. It's forty years old, honey. Well, okay, uh, okay. All right. all right. Just the ending where he gets shot and then just disappears. That was terrifying yeah. to me. And then you and have... she's just gone. Yeah, and then you have those shots of the locations that we've been out throughout the movie, and all you hear is heavy breathing. Like, he could be anywhere. That, that ending he, is amazing. He's just going to walk into my living room and covered in a ghost sheet and stab me in the back. <laughs> and that's going to be it. No, I'm he's going to pin you to mad. a wall, remember? <laughs> yeah. Or he's well, going to hang me from something in, like, the doorway. <laughs> but if he's wearing a sheet and sneaking into your room, then you'll be sitting there topless brushing your hair. <laughs> like I'm not constantly. <laughs> See anything you like? <laughs> But, uh, and I have to admit that, um, I also, for the second part of the question, have to give it to, what's his name, Nick Castle? Yeah. I don't know what Really? I would have thought you would have said Tyler Maine. No. Uh, I don't know what mom's talking about with that, the shape business. It's Michael Myers. No, uh, he originally wasn't named when when John Carpenter created the movie. In the credits, he's just the shape. They didn't credit him as Michael Myers until the fifth one? Was the fifth one? No, I think think it started in part two. I don't remember. And I even researched that crap and I don't remember it. But But he is just credited as a shape originally. In the first two, he was just the shape. Because that's all he's meant to be. Just an entity. He's not, you know, like Loomis would say, this is not a man. Which would be cool considering (laughs) the direction that the new movies are seeming to take that that'd be pretty neat to just like have them not have given him a name that would have been kind of awesome but uh just the way that he does michael it's it's creepy like mm-hmm. he just he like with um kane hotter and jason he gives the character you know life flavor yes because <laughs> just seeing him like lurking around like stalking people is just very it's chef's kiss honestly it's just he i don't think out of any of the parts of those movies you made me watch i saw anybody do it the way he did especially not the rob zombie movies i thought you liked tyler Maine as michael no 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 <laughs> 
I did not like him as na, Michael. Na, na, na. <laughs> I liked him as a serial killer. I did not like him as Michael. Okay. Because Michael, Michael does not do what he did. He's not some like bulking, huge, gonna go on a murder rampage kind of guy. He's quiet. He's methodical. He stalks. He thinks it out. And then he puts these beautiful presentations <laughs> into these kills. It's like a really nice fruit basket. Yes. Where like somebody's gonna swing by and there's somebody, oh, that's nice. <laughs> like, that that's what's going to happen. I mean, it might not be that exact reaction, but, like, the way that you'd always see him where he'd have, like, the bodies hung up or pinned against things or, like... That's why I have, but that's why Nick Castle's my favorite because the one for the Rob Zombie feels just not, does not feel like Michael Myers. Okay. He just doesn't. Okay. All right, honey, your turn. Well, how am I supposed to follow that? <laughs> we put him on the spot again, Mom. So Nick Castle's the best Michael Myers. He's he's my he's my favorite Michael Myers. He acts the way Michael Myers is supposed to act. Everything you just yes. said, say that again, and then I'll have to talk anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I will say James Jude Courtney's is is the closest thing we've gotten to Nick Castle he's recently. Got the really smooth movement Nick Castle does. Yeah, I like the whole appearing out of the shadow, and that's got as much to do with the writing as it does with Nick Castle's performance. Yeah. So when it's when you're talking about the best Michael Myers, it's hard to talk about the best the actor that portrays Michael Myers or the stuntman that rather that does Michael Myers and not talk about the writing too because as much of that was it, it, for as much as was Nick Castle it was equally John Carpenter mm-hmm. that's fair writing and directing yeah I gotta give him credit too because I mean good it's, fantastic it's hard movie. to say that some of those other guys that played Michael wouldn't have done as good a job if John Carpenter had been walking him through the steps you know if, what I mean if they had been there to direct him to give the same life and movement to it that Nick Castle right, did instead of some crazy ass Swiss guy yeah <laughs> in part five right I don't like that movie. Um, <laughs> I second that opinion. Um, but he, I feel like a lot of those, a lot of those Michaels probably didn't get a fair shake, and it's just because the script was garbage, the directors were not good, or the directors were not John Carpenter. Let me rephrase that. It's not that the directors weren't good; the directors weren't John Carpenter. And it's not to say that everything John Carpenter has has done has turned to gold, because obviously it hasn't. But I would say Nick Castle, best Michael Myers, behaving the way Michael Myers should behave. However, scariest Michael. Myers. Like, make you wet your pants, Michael Myers, Tyler Mane. Yeah, yeah, I'll admit to that. Like, Nick Castle was the best. Tyler Mane's coming at you, you're gonna pee a little. Well, it's, like, that, it's that with uh, Nick, with Nick Castle? Nick Castle. You weren't going to know he was coming. Like, you were just gonna get your throat slit from behind, that was gonna be it. Like, that was it. That's a wrap for you. With Tyler Mane, you're gonna see him coming down the block. You're gonna wet yourself when you see him. And you're going to still be wetting yourself when he gets there <laughs> and puts a fire axe in between your eyes. So I think the difference is, is that with Nick Castle's Michael, you never see him coming. Yeah. With Tyler Maine's Michael Myers, you see him coming and you know that there's nothing you can do to stop you it from happening. Dead. But at that point, it's like I've talked about in some of the other ones. At what point do Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees become almost the same character? Because right. that's Jason Voorhees. You see him coming you just can't stop it. Right. And so it's it's the um, the unseen object <laughs> versus the unstoppable object, right? Yes. Instead of the other way around. Mm-hmm. Michael is the big cat that stalks you through the forest or through the savanna or whatever. He's a lion, he or a tiger, you never see him coming. It's just all of a sudden until there it's he too is, late. And yeah. then you die. And Jason is the one that just runs you down, you know. He's yeah. he's a grizzly bear charging through the forest. I know you don't like that 
analogy, but and I've used it before. But well, I've I've always referred to Jason as a force of nature. Yeah, he yeah. just it's not that you don't know he's coming; you just can't do anything to stop it from happening. No, uh, I guess a, he I, is a force of nature. It's like a hurricane. I was you know say, it's coming; you just can't do anything about one it. One that one that mom would be more at home with, I guess, would be like a tornado. If you if you are close enough to see it, you know you're not getting away from it. You just it's yeah. coming your way. You're done. And I feel like Tyler Maine's Michael Myers is more like... Jason than yes, Michael Myers. Absolutely. That's kind of what I was thinking, and, too. But that's the thing that scares you about Jason. It's not He's not going to necessarily be sneaky about it. He's mm-hmm. going to teleport <laughs> to wherever he's going to teleport to. And he's coming after you. And, and you're just going to die. Yeah. yeah. It's inescapable. It's like fate. But we're all we're all really excited for Friday. Aiden, I know you really enjoyed 2018 Halloween. I know you're excited for Halloween Kills. Um, so sometime when we're not being recorded, we'll discuss whether or not we're going to get the kids out of school early to go watch this. Yes, <laughs> you are. You have to. Please. I beg of you, Father. Oh, he hauled out the big word. Yes. So I, I have one more topic to bring up just because we have Aiden sitting here and this is a golden opportunity. Oh, no. So we'll start with you this time and we'll go to your dad and then I'll finish. Um, from, from all the horror movies you've seen, and it's been a lot because I'm that kind of mom, what horror movie has scared you the most? That's so, that is, that is a difficult question because I had a lot of them that scared me as a kid, (laughs) which it was more, it was more stuff that I like thought I couldn't get away from. So like Jason was terrifying and uh freddy was even more so but i think i think my uh fear of dolls comes from that time you watched me or you made me watch dead silence you keep saying i made you I yes didn't. you did <laughs> you made me watch all of these i didn't want to so let's be clear goosebumps came before dead silence yes and i i did not like that but apparently i'm not alone in my phobia of dolls apparently it's just like a natural human thing to fear things that are human but also aren't like uh it's an entire theory about how we had different like hominid species back during the other times you know (laughs) that's enough of your smart talk yeah 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 i know (laughs) but um it's it's just a natural thing i guess that became much much worse after watching that movie i don't know why it was just really creepy for me it's kind of like i was small a lot of people don't like clowns yeah I, i was pretty scared of pennywise as a kid I don't know. I've never been all that scared of Pennywise. I don't know why. Like, there was, there was, there's a little bit there where I was scared of, like, OG Pennywise. I have never been scared of the new Pennywise. Well, to be fair, you were really cool, but... Already a teenager, I think, when the new one came out. Pennywise is another really easy monster to get away from. Just don't be in Derry, Maine. (laughs) Just just leave. Like, I'm just going to leave Haddonfield and And I'm not going to go to Derry. My favorite, my favorite part of that is that he was telling you how to get away from him for the entire movie. Like, you get to that second part, and he's like, just don't come. And if they'd have listened to him, you'll die. Fine. Yeah? You'll die if you try. It's like, you'll die if you try. He's right. He's right. <laughs> just leave. Go. <laughs> All right, honey, you? All right, what was the question again? What what, what movie has scared you the most? Where movie are you most afraid of? Okay. Um, at what time in my life? Uh, it could be any time. Okay. The very first movie that scared me was Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Uh, oh, yeah. So. I know exactly what you're going to say. I was alive when that movie came out. <laughs> watched it in the drive-in because that's where you went back then. I'm old as hell. I know this. You don't have to put it in the comments. <laughs> I saw Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom. 
at the drive-in and I saw Jaws at the drive. But Indiana Jones at the Temple Dooms one scared the heck out of me. At the point where he like rips that dude's heart out, yeah. I can't even tell you. I slept on my stomach <laughs> as a kid forever because I thought if you sleep on my stomach, you can't rip my heart out. If I sleep on my back, it's gone. Yeah. Marlon Brando can't hurt me if I sleep on my stomach. Marlon Brando? He was bald. Shit, they all look alike to me. It was an Indian actor. No, it wasn't. It was a white guy that looked like an Indian. Well, that may be so, yeah, but yeah. at any rate, it was not Marlon Brando. Yeah, no, it was totally a white guy. And hey, I know it wasn't Marlon his... Brando. I get that. <laughs> but it was basically so, yeah, Apocalypse Now, Marlon Brando ripping your heart out. So I remember like doing that, and I can't remember if it was with you, Aiden, or if it was with London. We just randomly walk up to each other, grab each other on the chest, go, Kamina. <laughs> Oh, that was you in London. It's Kali Ma. Yeah, whatever. I remember. <laughs> he, he remembers. Um, the other one that scared the hell out of me was Indiana Jones and the, the Raiders of the Lost Ark because people melt. And oh, I've never yeah. seen anything like that before. My parents didn't do a good job. They took me to see all this crap at the drive-thru. <laughs> the drive-thru? Yeah, whatever. Did you get fries on the way? <laughs> I did. At the drive-in. And what were they thinking? So Indiana Jones is like the most terrifying horror movie series out there, isn't it? Those are the ones that scared me the most as a kid. As an adult, the grudge. Like, it's easy. Like, I don't even have to say that. Because that creepy-ass little kid makes, like, the cat noises and stuff. I can't handle that. Or the ring. I can't handle J-horror. If you take a little, like, Asian girl and she's long hair and it's wet and it's hanging in her face and she's, like, doing that weird jerky movement moving towards you, I can't handle it. (laughs) (laughs) I just can't. I don't like paranormal shit at all. I don't. And I think I've decided, because I've thought about this a lot, and it's your fault, Ashley. Okay. I I blame you. It's always my fault. It is for this. I've had to really, like, self-analyze a lot of this horror movie stuff, like what scares me and what doesn't. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because paranormal, you can't get away from it. Yeah. You can't fight against the paranormal. Unlike, I could, I might... I'm not going to win against Jason, but I can fight him. I can fight him. (laughs) I can try. Um, I I can't kill Michael Myers, but I can fight him. I can turn into Paul Rudd and beat him with a pipe until green shit comes out of his (laughs) eye holes. But paranormal, you can't fight that. Mm-mm. Also, if I Paul, think it's a feeling of helplessness. That's what gets me. If Paul mm-hmm. Rudd, that's if, really deep. If Paul Rudd can get him, you can. You can get him. I, I'm not Ant Man. Sixty percent of the time, he works every time. I'm not. No. So <laughs> Ant Man, Ant Man might have more success. It's Paul Rudd. Okay, but sixty percent of the Rudd. time, Paul Rudd works every time. <laughs> when you, you need to watch Anchorman more. Anyway, so yeah, that'd be it. Indiana Jones scared the hell out of me when I was a little kid, which is kind of sad. Because Dad, I hate to break this to you, it's an the, action movie. And then the grudge scared me to death as as an, an adult not, there's some okay, freaky shit in Indiana there. Jones okay oh, we'll give you, you remember the eating of the monkey brains yeah. like oh my god and yeah that was just weird until until you get to the kingdom of the crystal skull uh, that's when George Lucas boo food Indiana Jones yeah so look up boo food if you don't know what that means <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's a whole South Park episode on it, guys. Bufu. But yeah, that's when he basically messed up the whole thing. I mean, you can't do that to Indiana Jones and then put Shia LaBeouf in it. It's just bad. Is yeah. that a Michael Bay film? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so those are the things that gave me nightmares. Thanks for dragging all that up, Ashley. How about you? <laughs> Let's see. As a kid, I think the first thing that I remember like actively having nightmares about was Freddy. I remember having like really vivid Freddy nightmares as a kid and then like I would be telling everybody about the next day and of course being in a Hispanic household that automatically meant she has demons. Oh no. Ashley has demons because she's dreaming about this stuff so. You know what considering dad's answer with uh, Indiana Jones I was really waiting for you to say like Rugrats. 
As an adult, though, I haven't actually been scared by a movie in a very long time. I have been definitely disturbed by certain movies. Some of them have had an emotional effect on me, like um, Midsommar or Hereditary or even The Witch have had an emotional effect on me. But nothing comes to mind as actually scaring me, not, at least not since I was a teenager. Um, I would... S- so, to piggyback off of what my mother was saying... Mother? Um, <laughs> I haven't had anything, like, actually scare me in a long time. I also haven't been watching these J-horror things that my dad have that are apparently terrifying. Really, like, real weird and terrifying, right, Dad? They're jacked up. <laughs> um, but I have... Had had ones where I'm not I'm not scared and I wouldn't say I'm disturbed but it's like unsettling mm-hmm. like the kind of thing where it's like I'm going to turn my light off and I'm going to get to the bed faster than Usain Bolt <laughs> Where it's You're like hit the light switch and be in bed before it gets dark in the room. Yeah, or like <laughs> like <I'd>, Chuck Norris. <laughs> or like uh, I just got finished watching Poltergeist, so I'm like not going to the bathroom for the next couple weeks. Don't mind me, just because because uh, that scene where he's peeling the skin off. It's like mm. <laughs> well, I, okay, so I have to kind of issue a retraction here. So what was that? It was like a Turkish movie that we watched. What, Baskin? Yeah, that movie or messed Beskin, with me. Or or I don't know how you pronounce that it. That movie messed with me. Yeah. So it was unsettling? It was like Turkish Hellraiser. I don't know if it was a Turkish movie. It was it was a Middle Eastern movie. But yeah, Baskin. That's what it was. And That it, one was... It was jacked up. That's a jacked up movie. Yeah. Now, it, just as a disclaimer, we before we allow any of our kids to watch these movies, we pre-screen these movies. Yes, we do, guys. We do. Absolutely. So it's not like we go in blind on these. No. So we know what when they can watch and when they can't. Yes, and I have, uh, to quote Randy Meeks, um, I have a certain set of rules (laughs) (laughs) in order to watch a horror movie in our house, and that is, yes, we pre-screen all of them first just to make sure the content's not completely, we don't completely traumatize our children, one. Two, I'm not one of those parents that's like, oh, it's perfectly okay for you to watch graphic violence, but you're not allowed to see any nude people. It's the human body. There's nothing to be ashamed of. That being said, they don't watch sex, but I don't freak out every, every time there's a pair of boobs on. I mean... That's cool, because I don't freak out every time there's a pair of boobs on either. <laughs> but I feel like people get really hung up on that. Like, you, if you... Not, not to get on a soapbox or anything, but, like, if your kid's playing Call of Duty... They've seen the violence. Yeah. Like, so. They might not have seen the boobs. They've seen the violence. So, I don't know. And I think that's the reason all of our kids have seen the Child's Play movies. Yeah. Because yeah. there's really, there's no nudity in there. There's there's some violence in there. But yeah, a little it, bit. by the same token, I think all of our kids find Chucky to be pretty hilarious. Oh, yeah. That, he, he he's I not I can't one, be scared of a little person. Yeah, he's three feet of, tall. Even our, our youngest, she's seven. And yeah. she thinks he's funny. Yeah, yeah, she she likes stuff like that, like uh, Child's Play, Leprechaun, Critters, Gremlins. Those are her jams. For whatever would, reason, if they're short, they're not terrifying. She would, even though Chucky is the same size as her because she's tiny, <laughs> she would keep Chucky as a pet if she could. <laughs> Who am I kidding? I'd keep Chucky as a pet if I could. <laughs> he is puntable size. <laughs> have Brad Dorf run around your house all day saying crazy stuff. It'd be great. 
for we, we used to do this thing in our last house. We had a fireplace in our living room. And me and London, when she was younger, we used to joke around. I'd pick her up by the arms and I'd say, all right, talk to me, damn it, or else I'm going to throw you in the fire. Now, of course, she didn't say what Chucky <laughs> said in response, but it was always a running gag and we always thought that was pretty funny. Well, when you do stuff like a dark kids, they just laugh at you. Yeah. Yes. Which I will say that I have to, uh, I have to agree with my dad on one thing. I can only do so much body horror. Like, there is a point where I have to draw the line. Mom knows I can do the, the fly. Mm-hmm. Like, not the old school fly with, help me! <laughs> but like, uh, what's his name? The, the Cronenberg yeah, version. Yeah, I can do yeah. the Cronenberg fly. Your mom's boyfriend, not... Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yes, it's not, like, really London bad. London has told me that we're in a battle over that, so. But I've, I've seen, like, <laughs> mere snippets of these, like, really weird movies. Like, that either they've seen or they haven't seen. That it's just, I can't. Like, they're, well, there's I can only do movies, so much. There's gonna be movies we're never gonna cover. Like, Videodrome. Right. Videodrome like, was one where I saw it, like, just a clip you of had it. Right? Not you have watched, not watched uh, uh, no, no, no. I said I saw a clip and I... Mm, okay, I was going to say, that is not one I would allow <laughs> yeah, you to I watch. No, like, there, I do have be... rules, like, there's no Rob Zombie, even though he has seen Halloween, not the director's cuts, like I mentioned before. But, um... The safe, somewhat safe for kids version. Yeah. Mm. Well, older teen, like he yeah. is. I don't... There... Yeah. there. I do have I do have guidelines. There are certain films you're not allowed to watch, and there's a lot of Cronenberg that he's... Well, and there's just movies. Just not ready for yet. (laughs) There's going to be movies that we're flat not going to cover. Yes. Like Serbian film? No, absolutely not. I know that that's a lot. That's kind of a, I don't know. I I think that's one that people have done. People have covered on podcasts and on YouTube Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I've heard of the content of that movie and I'm just not interested in covering that. I'm not interested in watching it. Yeah, we've never seen it. I don't want to watch that movie. I'm not going to watch and it. And I'm not, there's no, I'm not going to watch that movie. <laughs> it's just, right. and there's other movies like that out there that it's like they made it specifically to be offensive and it has no merit. And so we are not going to give it any time on our show. Right. So. But like, yeah. uh, for me, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I can't do like fingernails or eye stuff. I just can't. <laughs> and like teeth okay. stuff. If it's an interrogation scene, I can do teeth stuff. Otherwise it just doesn't happen. So you can't watch the dentist. <laughs> You don't know that movie. I don't, but now I don't want to watch <laughs> dentist offices. So, are already so do terrifying you remember that guy, uh, Corbin Burnson? Cor- Corbin Burnson. He was in Tales from the Hood. He was Duke Medgar. Remember uh, that guy? So you Vote can't watch Duke. the dentist. You can't watch Doctor Giggles. <laughs> I don't think he did anything with teeth. Did he not? No. I don't remember. I've no. never, I think I've only seen that movie one time. He was just a doctor. That might be a um, fun one to cover, though. And that means that, like, was it the first segment of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the remake, where they're dragging her down the stairs? Was, <laughs> you can't do that, huh? You've got me thinking about it. I can't do, like, um. it's one of the Saw movies, where, like, he has his teeth that are marked with, like, numbers, and oh, he has yeah, to yeah. pull them out. I can't do Part that. Part seven. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, like, what's that movie? P2? Where she's trying to get her keys and the nail just snaps off. Yeah. But now, Paranormal, which I don't remember which one you are. Like, London London likes Paranormal movies. Yeah, she And they does. don't affect her at all. No. She thinks all Paranormal horror movies are funny. But then there London, is a certain London of, also likes Eli Roth movies. Yeah. So. And London watches disaster movies with me. She watches <laughs> stuff like San Andreas with The Rock. And we love Ugh. it. Or like Big Freaking Spider or whatever that movie is. Eight-Legged Freaks. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Me and London get down with the creature features in the disaster movies. They get down with the, uh, not, well, the cheesy 
you B watch movies enough. that show up on Netflix or yeah. Hulu that nobody has actually Aiden, watched. Aiden here is my slasher buddy. <laughs> I know so. where you sleep and control your allowance <laughs> that you don't get. I was going to say what allowance. <laughs> um, but like, there's a certain amount of ghost I can ghost. I wouldn't really say that I've hit that limit yet, but I know that it's there. Like a glass door. I haven't hit the glass door yet, but I know that the glass door is there. I might end up running into the glass door. I hope not. You know what? When you run into it, it hurts your beak. <laughs> my beak. <laughs> so and, what else you got? Well, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap it up for this month, guys. But we have just wrapped up Spooktober. So hopefully by the time you get to this, we will have finished Halloween H2O. And we're going to go into November. And I think we're going to kick off where we began. And this time we'll take on Predator 2. And we will address the age-old question of, is Danny Glover a good actor? (laughs) The answer is yes. The answer is always yes. Aiden can Aiden can watch Predator too. Oh yeah, most of it. He can watch most of Predator too. So well, he used I to, can watch all of Predator. He can, Nothing of no, the Predator movies is scary. Well, I love no, them it's all. not about scary. He's talking about a very <clears throat> raunchy adult scene oh, at the beginning of the movie. You mean the one that I have to close my eyes for, or we skip over? <laughs> Aiden, every go to time. your room. Um, Aiden, look away. Look at your phone. What, so what are we doing after Predator Two? Because I just don't. I'm not digging Predator Two. I'll do it because you're telling me that I need to. Oh, you like Predator Two just as much. No, I like the Predator. I don't like Predator. <laughs> There's a difference. And that's another one I think is kind of close to Aiden's heart a little bit too because he... The other side. <laughs> I know. I was thinking, I remember you running around like two, three years old going, I don't think he gives a shit. <laughs> oh, God. You used to say some crazy stuff when you were a little guy. I don't even say the bad words like anymore. <laughs> anyway. I'm so glad you told my mother that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Not sure what we've got lined up right after Predator 2. I vote for the Fridays. Really? I like do. Friday the 13th? You want to cover, or... you want to tackle another franchise this close to after Halloween? Hell yeah. <laughs> I want Friday, Friday after next. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew that's what he was setting us up. <laughs> I want all the Ice Cube Fridays. I want to see Debo, all of them. It's okay because that means we also get. You to, don't have to lie, that means Craig. We also get to watch. Are we there yet? Well, we're watching Ice Cube. You watch your mouth on this podcast. You don't get to say stuff like that on here. Barbara, this, is a, this is a family show. But anyway, guys, thank you for allowing us once again to come into your lives and just shoot the shit for a little bit. Um, we hope you were entertained. We hope you enjoyed our special guest that was our son. Um, By accident. That's what happens when you walk into the studio <laughs> while we're recording. That's like, fine. I will start sorry. walking in in the middle of you every episode. To sit down, kid, because you're a part of this now. <laughs> So, on that note, thank you again for joining us. And as always, we will leave all of our social media, how you can contact us at the end of the episode. So please, if you want to ask us questions for next month, please don't hesitate. We love getting your questions. Thank you again so much to Karima for her wonderful questions. We had a blast answering them. We were so excited to get them. So guys, get a hold of us through our social media, through our email. Either way, give us your questions. We'll be happy to answer them. Yeah, I like getting questions from other people because if it's just you and I trying to figure out what questions we're asked, it's all boring crap. So like <laughs> if the kids come up with stuff, it's it's interesting. Karima's questions were really good because they weren't what you and I would have thought of. Right. So that's that's why I like that. That challenges me a little bit. <laughs> I have to open up and be like honest. <laughs> so yeah, don't be a stranger, guys. 
Give us your questions. Give us your comments. Give us your movie suggestions. We will be happy to talk about anything you want to cover. Hey, and I got a question. I've been putting our blooper reel at the end of every episode. <gasps> Have is you it, noticed that, guys? Is it good? Do I need to quit that stuff? Do I need to delete that crap? <laughs> is it funny? Is it not? Do you want me to keep it? Do you want me to get rid of it? Yeah. I need your feedback. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Adios. Bye, guys. See you next time. <laughs> well, that's just what we call pillow talk, baby. Hello, Deadites. Quick reminder that you can find us on the interwebs. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as SpookyMom83 and Travis on Twitter as TravisL80 and find our official page on Instagram and Twitter at Dead and Married. If you have any questions or suggestions for us, email us at deadandmarried at yahoo.com. See ya!